0: I'm Kaylee Errett, and you are listening to Episode 8 of Me When I'm Free. Who is this me when I'm free, and why does it even matter? This is the question that has spurred me on for years now. It's led me down some dark roads of healing and up joyful mountains of calling and to this moment right now, still on the journey and inviting you to join me. If it really is true that the glory of God is man or woman fully alive, then it would appear that God would want this even more than we do. But why? Why is this important to him? Doesn't he have more important things to attend to than whether or not we know ourselves and what we have to bring to the world. These are some of the questions I want us to explore together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. In recent years, the name Kaylee has risen in popularity, but I like to say that I was the first because I have never met a Kaylee older than me. Besides that, my parents really did make it up. My dad, a Bible college grad and a youth pastor when I was born, using his fresh interest in the Hebrew language, discovered the name Kalai, which means to lighten and to brighten. My childhood photo album includes a small slip of paper with his varied attempted spellings, transitioning from Kalai and finally landing on Kaylee. In a later album that my mom and mother-in-law made when Wes and I were married, a note in my dad's familiar scrawl highlights the meaning of Kali and his belief that God prophetically gave them my namesake. Dan Allender writes in his book To Be Told that our Heavenly Father is the only one who can rightly name us. He writes further that each human story involves moments of being unnamed through abandonment, betrayal, and shame. On this journey toward flourishing, we encounter bends in the road, obstacles to our freedom. We lose our way, we lose our sense of who we are. So we find names, sister, friend, son, wife, mom, boss, achiever, helper, peacemaker, influencer. But as hard as we try, We cannot name ourselves. Instead, our efforts lead us down the path of other names. Fearful, anxious, controlling, angry, lonely. We all face moments of loss in which we find ourselves unnamed, losing our sense of identity, our place of belonging. It's in these moments that we are faced with a choice, continue to seek to name myself, or turn toward the only one who can rightfully name me. Dan Allender goes on to write and To Be Told, The greatest tragedy of life is that most of us, including many of us who are deeply spiritual, forget that we don't yet know our true name. The result of forgetting is that we lose sight of the truth that we are on a journey to live out the story God has written for us, and to thereby find His name for us. As I explored this idea of meaningful action and meaningful risk that lead to flourishing that I mentioned in the last episode, I was given the opportunity to attend a week-long relational healing retreat. After deciding to attend, I found myself facing a wall of resistance. The obstacles and my emotions felt overwhelming. I was full of fear, but I sensed that this was the next step in the path to exploring my calling. In an effort to process these hard emotions, I wrote an email to my spiritual direction group describing how fear and uncertainty were threatening to hold me back but that this decision felt like the culmination of a journey of asking God who I am. So I was simply taking the next step. As I clicked send, an email came through from Ann Voskamp titled, Why We Need to Start Calling Each Other Names. At the top of the email, it said, We need to speak it into one another if we're ever to live out our dreams. Naming and being named, being known for who we are, determines how we take our next steps, either with fear and uncertainty about who we are, or with courage and freedom to take on the names God gave us—forgiven, called, redeemed— The timing of that email felt like God inviting me to take the next step that would allow him to name me rather than the fear that holds me back. Dan Allender writes, as we are unnamed, we find faith demanding us to begin our journey to touch the face of God. And it is on that journey that we begin to see that we have turned to others for self-definition safety, and companionship in order to banish the loneliness of life. Recently, I was given the assignment to write my spiritual narrative for the training in spiritual direction that I am participating in. We were told to process the events, relationships, circumstances, and spiritual disciplines that have had an impact on who we are today. I was surprised by the stories that rose to the surface as I considered which ones had formed me most deeply. I was also surprised by a longing to return to the early years of my childhood, the years prior to a crisis in my extended family that took place in my preteen years that felt like deep abandonment. In my tender naivete, I only remember the goodness of the years prior to this event. In my imagination, the joy of effortless belonging that was the background of my formative years was stripped away after this crisis. Until I wrote my narrative, I couldn't see clearly what was formed in me as a result of this loss. A deep need to prove my worthiness— so that no one else would leave me, began to take root in my heart. In hindsight, I can see how this experience of abandonment unnamed me, caused me to go looking to others for my name, leading to my attachment to how others view me. Since noticing this unhealed part of my story and the ways I still feel its impacts today, I've sought out healing spaces where I can share my story and can be renamed in the tender presence of community. And in these spaces, I have experienced the face of God in the eyes of those around me and the voice of Jesus in the words of those surrounding me, naming me beloved, forgiven, redeemed. One of these spaces is a prayer group that has formed over the years as a result of taking those steps years ago to attend that relational healing retreat. The journey of my father naming me continues to unfold, and in the process, he is naming others with big, bold, beautiful names as well. Healer, hope bringer, teacher, encourager, loved Dan Allender goes on to say, In the presence of love, we are rightly named. In the presence of love, we find our truest story. We must be unnamed before we can be renamed to know our true name and story. And so today, friend, I leave you with these questions and some space to reflect. If it's helpful, I invite you to grab a journal to jot these thoughts down and ponder them throughout the week. Question one, what names have identified you throughout your life? Maybe they are nouns like mom, wife, husband, son, or maybe they are adjectives like fearful or lonely or anxious or maybe even happy or adventurous or organized. Whatever they might be, take some time to reflect on how you have received these names. Question two, what would it be like to ask God what his name is for you? Maybe you could hear him if you ask him now. Or maybe he's inviting you on a journey of renaming you. Either way, I know he has a beautiful name for you, friend, if you will ask him. Then would you take a moment to reflect with me and maybe even journal Isaiah 43, one. But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want you to name us, but we struggle with trying to name ourselves. Can you take us on a journey of showing us our true name as only you can do? It is in your strong name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Me when I'm free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness. I'd love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here, and if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. If you'd like to connect throughout the week, you can find me at Kaylee Arrett on Facebook and Instagram or at KayleeArrett.com, And if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast, and I'd be delighted if you left a review. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.